morning i hope you are well my name is penny and i'm the founder of the clean and tidy home show and delighted today to be joined by the lovely sean who is president of the association of professional declutterers and organizers or apto um, and founder of sorted um, so just while we're getting sean on would love to hear how you're doing today um, and if you've got any questions about professional organizing decluttering please pop them in the comments and we'd love to hear and we can ask sham today so let's just go live with good morning everyone hopefully sham should be joining us any moment sham if you can hear me oh yes there she is good morning good morning good morning sham how are you doing today i'm all right it's it's cold outside. There's a bit of white stuff called snow. We don't see that up here very often. <laughs> so, so chilly. My kids walking to school today, they were like, Mummy, it's really cold. So no. Oh, my kids were loving it. They, my, my eldest was out in shorts. I was like, what are you doing? Crazy. Love it. But Absolutely love it. Regardless. Oh. Sean, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't had the uh, pleasure of meeting you, do you just want to do a quick introduction? Yeah, of course. Um, hello everybody, I'm Sean Paleshi, I'm owner of Sorted, uh, professional organising and decluttering, but I'm also the president of APDO, which is the Association of Professional Declutterers and Organisers, bit of a tongue twister, so keep it short. Um, I've been an organiser for ooh, eight years um, as a professional, but I've been doing it a lot longer than that, and uh, I've been president of APDO for just over a year, but I was the conference director before that too. I've really sped by that year. I remember when you said, oh, there might be another role that I'm doing. Mm. Very exciting. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes, more for me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, I love it. And I'm so pleased that we continue to work with each other because we, you know, even when the, the Clean and Tidy, the Clean and Tidy Home Show was but an idea, you know, we, we um, got talking. So I'm really, really pleased that you're now really strategically involved in our, on our content, supporting with loads of our stages um, and everything else. And you've got, is it just over 400 members yeah. um, now, Sean? Yeah, and steadily rising. So, you know, it's, it's always on an upwards trajectory. That's what I like to see. Um, okay. More and more professional organisers coming to join the community, which is wonderful. Oh. Oh, I love it. Now, Sean, our theme for the new year has been New Year Be You. Mm -hmm. So I just wondered how that resonated with you and what your plans for the new year, you know, 2024, either aspirations or commitments, or actually whether New Year doesn't mean much to you uh, and APDO. But yeah, share, share with us how that might resonate. Well, I suppose for me personally, you know, you, you see all these posts, and I was talking about this on my own social feeds recently, where you see all these posts about, you know, setting goals, setting predictions about what you're going to do and and looking at, um, at trying to plan ahead, um, but really focusing on the, you know, getting stuck into it right now. And actually, I think that's sometimes you've got to just take it slowly. You've got to take a step back. Um, for me personally, I have to do it every year, every January. You know, I, I have this urge. I want to get things sorted just like so many other people do. But actually, if you rush into that so quickly, you can do it with such force and with such vigor that you make mistakes along the way. And I think the problem then is that you then start to have this negative impact that's coming to you. So it's really important to just try and focus on what you need as an individual, what your household might need as a collective, and then how you're going to get to that and, and things that you can do along the way to support it. And it doesn't have to be this big sort of rush of oh I've got to clear everything out and get rid of it all you know because 
actually sometimes that's really hard to do and especially now when everybody is getting rid of things you know the charity shops are overrun they're not taking things um there's it's a lot harder to get things out and get them into a purposeful place so that they're not just being discarded um and left rack and ruin yeah no it's so true and i think your new year can also start whenever you want it to, right? So I know that my Absolutely. kids didn't go back a little bit later. My youngest started preschool last week. So really, even in terms of kind of work and really thinking about what 2024 was and setting our objectives, catching up with the team, had to wait a bit longer. And, you know, almost, I almost felt like I was behind already, you know, and it's just actually giving yourself some grace and Absolutely. saying, you know, when it, when it works for exactly. you. And do you know what? I'll be totally honest. I shut down over Christmas with the intention of doing some social posts and, you know, getting on my stories and getting right right into the thick of that and doing it again, because that's something that I've neglected over the last year or so. And I didn't touch it. I didn't even wish my followers a happy new year. I was just like, that's really bad. That made me feel a little bit like, oh, I should have done something like that. But do you know what? I also looked at what was I doing in that time that I wasn't posting? Actually, I was spending more time just downing tools, just being with my kids, just spending time with friends, with the family. And that was really good. That was really good for me. That was a good start. That's what I needed for the year, just to be able to, to get going. Because there are so many things that we bring into our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, we're always juggling so many things. Whether you're a parent, whether you're not a parent, you're a business owner or you're a worker or whatever you're doing, there's always something that comes in that knocks you a bit off kilter. And you kind of think, well, actually, if I'm if I'm in a better place to start with, then I can manage that better and it makes it easier for everybody all around. Yeah. And I think we're, we're so keen of a new year to think. Right. What are we going to do this time? And how, you know, I'm all about, you know, continual improvement, but just very much about, you know, not at the detriment to how you feel and the lack of recognising how far, far you've come. But I think what was, um, we've had a, a few comments um, and any advice on motivation? So motivation to kind of keep, keep going. So whether that be with de decluttering or, or otherwise, uh, any thoughts from your motivation, Sean? Yeah, I think sometimes. Sometimes you've got to be held accountable to be able to stay motivated. So, you know, actually telling someone that this is what you're going to do and checking in with them and, and getting them to check in with you is really important because you have somebody there that's going to back you up, that's going to say, so have you done this yet? What, what's the stopper? Can I, can I help you to do it? Or, you know, looking at what, what is it that, that is driving you? Can you give yourself a reward if you get to a certain point? You know, it might be that you need some self-care and you, in order to get that self-care, you have to have done X, Y, and Z. Um, so that, that will be your reward. You can go and have a facial, you can go and spend uh, you know, some time with a friend and have a coffee, whatever it might be, whatever that reward is gonna be for you. Turn it into a bit of a game. You know, there's this word of gamification, gamif gamifying everything. And that means that basically you are turning it into a bit of a challenge for yourself and a game and see if you can get there, you know, and we don't always win, that's okay, it's all right. You don't have to win every time, but it is about having that excitement and that need and that want and that motivation to do it in the first place. And once you've got that and you've got someone that's accountable with you, whether it's a partner, whether it's a friend, or even whether it's a professional, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's just somebody that can then, you can sort of tap in with and say, actually, I need to get this done. I've got a deadline that I'm coming up to. I really want to crack on and get that get that goal I've been I've been aiming for.
love that. So I've been um, kind of a bit obsessed with habit stacking recently. Mm. So a uh, thing that I actually discovered through um, one of the speakers um, at our show, and we were talking very much about um, if you have ADHD, sometimes how stacking and, and various other things can, can help you get things done. And this idea that if there's something you need to do, that you align it with somebody, something else that you're already doing mm. to make it easier. So as an example, if you've got, you know, and it's almost uh, homing smarter. So if you've got your, your kettle on that you might be doing something while that's on, or if it's for me, you know, things like post can end up just being left for such a long time and then paperwork goes a bit crazy and um you know i don't have the things that i need but actually to try and build that into my my morning routine of you know giving giving the boys their their um dinner and then going through it then you know because i might be distracted by something else and so this idea that actually I have got a lot of things that need to be decluttered and, and boys sorting out their uh, clothes that they no, no longer fit in, as an example. But to try and build that into something else, I'm doing a little bit and often, is really working for me. But I've tried so many things over the years, and whether this will stick or whether it's just because it's something else that I've tried, we'll see. But I think it is about finding what really works for you, isn't it? It is, but also it's about not being set to doing one thing any particular way that, you know, as our life is changing and our environments are changing, so too will our processes and what we do and how we do it. So it might be that, you know, you start off by looking at your post the minute you get hold of it, the minute it's in your hand, you start to go through it and you wheedle out the bits that you don't need and you put aside the bits that you do need to, but maybe look at it a bit later. And later on, like you say, you might advance it to, well, actually, I only have time to really go through that when I'm when I'm dealing with my kids dinner because they're sat, they're comfortable, they're eating, they're quiet, hopefully. And uh, and it gives you that two minutes just to scan through it all. But, you know, it, it's about a process. These processes change along the way. You've got to be yeah. recognised that, you know, it's not a once you've achieved something, once you've got into a rhythm of something, it will always be like that. It might change. It might always be like that but it's very probable that it will change at some point as your life changes or your lifestyle and what you're doing changes. So um, just to be aware of that really, and just to, to give yourself some grace, you know, don't put too much pressure on it. Find out what are the, what are the bug points, which are the bits that are really bothering you. And if the post is really bothering you, then yeah, you have to look at it because it's something that if you can correct that and sort it out and make it a bit easier for you, then you'll find the whole process a lot easier anyway. Yeah. So we, I've been talking a lot about how your home is your launch pad to join success. Um, and almost the, the first step that we've identified is really kind of getting to, to know yourself. So firstly, what does it mean to be Sean? What does it mean? To, that is a big question. What does it mean to be Sean? Uh, or perhaps well, what have you learned about yourself in recent weeks, months or years, or perhaps even your journey into being a professional organiser, you know, how, you know, do, do you feel like you are able to be kind of authentically sharp now with what you do? Yeah, I think I am. I think I've come a long way over the last few years, certainly. I mean, I've, I've learned a lot since becoming a parent. Um, and both in terms of my own ability to control my emotions sometimes not so I'm much but you know <laughs> patience is an absolute virtue um but you know I, I think i've come to realize just how good i am at being calm in situations and that's something that that helps to keep me grounded um you know i'm able to sort of to assess a problem and feel comfortable knowing that it's okay i'm not going to panic and so and for me, that's that's really helpful because when I know that there is something coming up, I've developed 
systems and processes of, of managing that so that I don't feel that sense of overwhelm and real, you know, nervousness and, and the, the sort of the worries that might come with something that's new. Um, and I've pushed myself out there. I've, I've, you know, taken steps that, you know, I know that externally sometimes I look very confident in what I'm doing, but internally, you know, I might be going, oh my gosh, oh, you know, the nerves are there. And I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone. And, and I, doing that has really helped me feel more secure in what I'm doing. Don't get me wrong. There are loads of times where I just sort of go, I am not doing this well. <laughs> but I think it's acknowledging that and knowing when you might need that extra help or, you know, I've started to ask for help more, which I never did before. I was always very sort of, you know, oh, I can do this on my own. I'm an, I'm an independent woman. I can definitely do this without anybody else's help. I will carry that, you know, 10 ton uh, box on my own and break my back in doing it. But it's OK because I'll have a straight face while I'm doing it and I'll, you know, muster through. But it's whereas now I'll be like, can you just help me with this box? It's a little bit heavy. <laughs> I don't want to break my back. Thanks very much. You know, and I'm I'm more willing to accept that actually I can ask for help and it's okay. Um, I can show my weakness at times, you know, when I'm feeling a bit more vulnerable and that's okay as well. Um, but also I, I feel like I'm really in a better place emotionally to be able to control what I'm trying to do and to understand how others might be feeling as well and control that, help to control that. Sure find that working with your clients they're kind of better getting to know themselves through the process of decluttering and organizing because it must bring up so many different things and you know touch on emotion a lot there you know a lot of belongings there are so many emotions attached to kind of how how do you navigate that and kind of what changes have you seen with your with your clients that you've worked with well do you know what actually what's really amazing is the fact that a lot of the people that I'm working with are extremely embarrassed and ashamed about how their houses have got and how their space has become. And, you know, they're, they're essentially opening their home to a, a stranger. Um, you know, they're, they're saying, actually, do you know what? Um, I, I, I'm really embarrassed about this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that big leap of faith and I'm going to ask somebody to come in that I don't know very well um, and that is an absolute privilege to be able to see that in the first instance so you know that first step of just asking for somebody to come in and help them is already a huge step in my book of them getting that help and moving forward and really sort of making those changes then the next one is when you arrive on the doorstep because obviously there's this initial anticipation of what's going to happen you you talk them through the whole process beforehand and you have a good conversation with them you get to know them but it's not the same as when you first arrive and that very first session you know I won't lie I'm always nervous when I'm meeting a first you know a client for the first time because I don't you know I don't know if I'm going to live up to their expectation I don't know if I'm going to manage to to do what they need um, I hope I can and I have every every you know confidence in my abilities to be able to do that but whether I do actually achieve that is another matter and that all depends on them and a lot of the time you know when when we step foot into that house for the first in the first instance they're they are vulnerable they're very vulnerable because they're they're opening up their emotions they're opening up their insecurities and their fears from the minute you get into the door but the changes that you see as you're going through this process with them, you know, you're supporting them, you're asking them questions, you're helping them to understand 
where they've come from, where they want to go to, how they're going to get there and trying things out with them. And when you're trying something out with somebody else that's new, it's not as scary as doing it on your own because you feel like you've got someone there to back you up. You've got someone to support what you're trying to do. And even if it doesn't work the first time, you learn from it, you know, and seeing that change i mean some of the clients i've worked with i've i've arrived at their house and you can see the fear of god in their eyes <laughs> and by the time that i'm leaving you know they're hop skipping it around the house looking at all the different things that we've done and being really happy about it and you can see that confidence building them and that's just wonderful it's amazing to see that confidence sort of really come through and allow them to be able to then feel confident enough to then tackle other spaces on their own or at least make that starting step just to get started on it. And even if they have to bring you back in, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, the, the point is, is that they're actually making those changes and it's giving them a real positive boost, that endorphin that comes with that feeling of sense of achievement and, you know, and just, it's just amazing. It's, it's amazing. Oh, I love it. And how important is it to find the the right fit when it comes to either special specialism or person mm. or you know that how important is that because I know it's something that we've, we've spoken about previously um okay. and we actually had you do your still a black impression when it came to finding finding <laughs> the right match but yeah just just kind of yeah talk about that how how it's not a one-size-fits-all approach is it and it's certainly not that this this person's going to be the you know the right professional organizer for everybody you know yeah. so talk us through that a bit no it's, well if you think about it it's a bit like with your friends you know you, you're not friends with everybody and that's all right because you know some some personalities clash others you know they they gel the minute that you meet them you know you and i i think you know we gel we gel from the day that we first met and that that really helps build on that relationship and what we're doing and be able to work together better. It's exactly the same when you're looking for a professional organizer. You know, it, you're looking for someone that can support you, that gets who you are, that you like, that they like you, um, you know, that, and so it's really important to have those initial conversations and speak to two or three, have a look at what their background is, look at the work that they've done, if, they, if they've got before and afters. It might be that actually, you're not necessarily looking for a before and after because you might be looking for someone that can help you with your systems. And that's not a physical thing. You can't take a picture of that, you know? That's something that happens in the background almost. Um, but ask the questions, you know, look at what it is that you want. What is it you're trying to achieve? And then look at the options that you have and speak to a few and you'll get to know the people that you're speaking to. It's like, you know, it's almost like you're doing a mini interview. Um, you know, the clients interview us, not the other way around. I mean, obviously we have to decide whether we feel we can work with that client as well, because that's really important because we want to be able to know that we're going to actually support this person. There have been one or two occasions and it's the only literally that's all i can count on my, on my hands in the eight years i've been doing this where i've had to say i don't think i'm the right person for you i think you need to maybe try this person um and they can help you because it's not my area of specialism or expertise or i don't think that we would work well together um i don't think that our personalities get on in the way that you would like and that's really important and you have to be true to that as well because Otherwise, it will cause more problems than, you know, than good. And, and you'll end up 
having to redo the work that's been done or they will feel like they've been let down and it doesn't work for them. And I, you know, the last thing that we want is anybody to feel like they've invested in a service that is there to support them and they've not got what they need from it. Um, and, and that's really important. But yeah, there is somebody there for everybody because there are so many different personalities out there, you know, and it's just finding the right one. You just have to speak to a few of them and work out, you know, do you like them? Do you like their mannerism? Do you like the questions that they're asking you? Do they like do you like how they make you feel when you speak to them? Um, do they feel warm and friendly when you speak to them? And are you comfortable with that? Do you need someone that's a bit more directive, or do you need someone that's going to let you take the lead? What you know? What do you want from that? Um, and that that's that's just some of the questions that you need to be thinking about and asking maybe when you speak to them. It. We're going to have lots of um, content coming from APDO and APDO members um, in the coming months where we can deep dive in a bit further. But if there's anybody that's, that's listening that really just wants to be more organised in 2024, have you got any kind of final tips, tip or advice um, just to, to kind of wrap up? Uh, yes, I would just say if you are struggling, just reach out you know, reach out, find someone, whether it's a professional organiser, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, just find someone that can help you just put a plan of action into place, you know, and decide where to start and, and start small and, and you'll grow from there. And it's, it's all about starting small. But can I just add in as well that we've got um, Spring Clearing Week coming up in uh, March, just after our conference, and we are going to be talking about sustainability uh, within the home. So I think it's really important that if you want to be able to get tips and advice and, and thoughts on how to do certain things, then perhaps sort of check into that week. Um, but APDO are always writing blogs and, and posting about things that might be of interest to you if you need that help and you want to do it a little bit yourself. Um, it's always a good, always a good place to start. It's try, try yourself first. And if you're really, really struggling, then get someone else in to help you. Love it. Thank you for that and yes definitely stay tuned because definitely more more coming from apto um soon but thank you everybody for tuning in today thank you sean always a pleasure to have a chat yeah. um we'll make sure that everybody knows where to to find um apto in the the captions and yeah look forward to catching up again soon enjoy Absolutely. the rest of your day thanks you too take bye. care bye, bye.